Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! Andrew, I am so pleased that it, the year is over. Oh, yeah? It was, a, it was a tough one. It was Why? long. It was a tough year. And it we was. had the end of the year, we were doing all of our lists and our mm. top tens and greatest things of the year. And I, I think there's only one way to bring in the new year. And, and what's that? And that's a list of our top 10 favorite upcoming things. Oh, the things we're most excited about. About of this year. So I've, I've got Next my, year. I've got, I've, of yeah, the, this year that's coming up. The 2023. Sorry? 2023. Hang on, let me check. Year of our Lord, 2023. Let me check my notes here. Yeah, check your notes. Wait, why would you check your notes? Well, that's a lot of typing. How do you spell www? You just spelt it. Mm. WWW. Yep. Dot. Yep. And which is like the comma or is that? No, no, like a period. Period. Yeah, no, I did 20. It's 2022, this upcoming 2022. No, I have no, 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 no. the God of War Ragnarok is coming out. Oh my God. Elden my Ring, I cannot wait. I can't imagine I'm going to dislike that game. No, yeah, well, you'll never finish it either. But yeah, you have, you have just as good luck this year too. Um, uh, but so what is your, like what Ragnarok's not on no, your list? No, 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 or is no. That, We're talking about the, year. did you miss a year? What is going on? I just figured, what is, what is... Do you want to talk about some games that are coming out? I'm feeling out next a little year? faint, actually. <laughs> Have we talked? Well, we Starfield was on both years, but Starfield's not coming out until next year. Yeah, but no, that's this year. Oh, 2023. Andrew. Oh, oh, I Mikey. fucked up so hard. Are you okay? I forgot the boat. The, the a what? You forgot about what? I did you say a boat? A boat? What, a boat? what is this? Noah, it's <laughs> raining. What did you forget about? I, I just, I forgot. I had 2022. It slipped my mind. You know how like when you you sign your checks and yeah, by mistake. For like a week or two. Right. It, well, we're not even a week or two into the year and I wrote down 2022 on my list and I just went from there. Do you not remember 2022 at all? No. We talked about Ragnarok. We talked about Elden Ring. That doesn't sound like me. It wasn't for most of the year, to be honest. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, That's yeah. Like, you didn't, didn't talk maybe, about didn't those games for the most of the part. Well, look. Actually, I'm, you didn't play Ragnarok at all in 2022. So maybe, or maybe I did, and you'll find out that as well as our top ten most anticipated games of the year 2023 this week on the Retrograde Podcast. And welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom, and with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Happy New Year, and we're. Oh, yes. <laughs> Well, your last name does work for a lot of stuff. It does. Yeah. Well, it's just weird. And and I think it oh. has a lot of syllables and sounds in it. Sure. Starting with a vowel house. Starting, uh, uh, what is this, Price of Right? <laughs> Wait. No, <laughs> Wait, Wheel of Fortune. No, it's definitely not oh, Price of Right. good start to 2023. Uh, happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. And obviously, if, you're, if, you, if you made it this far, you've seen the title of the episode. Uh -huh. And that is our most anticipated things of the year of yes. 2023. Which we've done a couple times now. We've done a couple times and sometimes we do the top 10 lists and it turns out the games that we were most excited about for the coming year yeah. have been pushed to a following oh year. Oh my God. I was looking at last year's list and half of the list yes. did not come out that year. Go figure. Yeah. And, and may, maybe they'll show up on this year's list. Maybe. Who knows? Who maybe knows? they're clutch primetime performers. Here we go, baby. Indeed. Uh, uh, well, if you're new to this podcast, first of all, thanks for listening. Typically what we do on the podcast, we take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Uh, we, 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 <laughs> rate and review the games yeah, as you remember yeah. them back when we were kids. <laughs> Do you want we, some help? We rate them and review them as we remember them back when we were kids. And then we rate and review them as we remember them back when we were kids. We come back, we rate and review them as we remember them back when we were kids. You said kids like five times now. Stop doing that. Andrew, oh shit. 
Oh, you're in my parole. Oh, no. <laughs> Have you crossed state lines? <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, no, no. Typically what we do is we rate and review the games as we remember them back when we played them as kids. Then we play the games, oh, come go. back and rate and review the games as they hold no, up the modern day against like the modern games. <laughs> That's good. First episode of 2023, everyone. Welcome to the Retrograde Podcast. Mikey, what are we doing today? Well, today we're going to be uh, counting down our top 10 most anticipated games of the year in 2023. I already said that. Now no, 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 no. I, I just, I just want to be clear after the little time loop we went into. Right, right. I don't know if our listeners did as well. I wonder if there's going to be any time loops in the games that we're going to be focused on this year. Only one way to find out. Well, there is only one way to find out, Andrew. Uh, but before we actually get to the list, yeah? I want to talk a little bit of gaming with you, Andrew. Uh-huh. Um, I, I uh-huh. uh, uh, typically, yeah. when... Uh, what we do on this podcast. Oh, my <laughs> no, God. Stop. Joking, Jesus. Typically, uh, when whenever I have a new investment in my life that I want to share with oh, the listener, okay. uh, you know, like when I got my Steam Deck, for example, yeah, 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 yeah. we introduce a segment called Papa's Purchases. Oh, yes, we do. But this week, yeah, there's boom, a new Papa boom, in town boom, in the form of Andrew Bassett. Oh, yeah, I'm the new Papa. And he's got a... By golly, it's Papa's purchases. With me, Get on board. Get on board. No, you got it. You got to let it overlay. Oh, okay. and then right, it's a Papa's yes. purchase, Andrew. Yes, I have a Papa's purchase, and by Papa, I mean my player one, who is definitely the daddy in my life. <laughs> uh, she bought me and us a Nintendo Switch because um, it's 2016, and uh, and I can't begin to describe to you how excited I am by this. I'm excited too. Because you and I have a longstanding uh, uh, feud, blood feud, you might yeah, call it, uh, as pertains to Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. You know, we play a lot of Mario Kart together. It's we always have. Uh, yeah. um, you know, whenever we go to to one of the famous barcades of Toronto, we usually pop in some Mario Kart 64. Um, instead, now we can finally both hone our skills at Mario Kart 8 on the yeah. Nintendo Switch. Plenty of new uh, tracks launched last yes, year, which really I've exciting. never even played yet. I haven't gotten back into it in a while because I have no one to play with. But mm-hmm. now I have you to play with. You do. And we're going to see. And, and before we started talking about this, mm-hmm. you said, um, you know, if I keep playing at this, I think I'm going to catch you soon. I think I'm yeah. going to be going to be as I good as you. That. And I have a theory about this. Mm. Because I think I think when we play, you you will you will catch me. You will you will best me because I haven't been playing much Mario Kart. I would agree with you. Right? Yeah. I think Mario Kart is similar to a game like Tony Hawk in the sense that whoever has played the game recently holds much more of an advantage because I think inside of us, there Mm. exists the skills of two wolves. Yeah. Inside of us, there are two wolves. Oh, you never heard this theory? No. Oh, wow. Would you have an an ultrasound recently? (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. He's got that dog in him. Okay. (laughs) That's what they mean. They check. They check my ribs. They're like, "Oh, he's got that dog in him." And I'm like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "Yeah, he's he's a trooper." It's like, "No, no, no. He needs to go back to the emerge." <laughs> yes. We've seen. I winked dogs at the dog. I winked at the nurse, and then they're like, "Okay, no, I'm not dealing with this." <laughs> uh, no, two wolves. You never heard that? It's like a, it's like the the Greek mythology side of angel and devil on your Oh, shoulders. okay. Everyone has two wolves inside them, oh. and usually one is fighting for good and one is fighting for evil. Oh, okay, that makes sense. My, one is a. Luigi and one is a Waluigi, if you will. Oh, yeah. not not Mario and and Wario. Oh no, Wario! I think is more. Who is more evil, Wario or Waluigi? It's got to be Wario. 
what did Waluigi do apart from be Waluigi's partner in Mario See, Tennis? That's why I would agree that Waluigi is more evil because he's only known for being just a straight antagonist. Oh. Mario I've had years of experience with and games where he's doing his own thing and being, you know, Mikey, you might've heard this, a hero of his own story. Uh-huh, yes. Right. At least I have experience with Wario and go, oh my God, it's like an anti-hero where like, it's like Harley Quinn where I'm like, oh, I feel bad because I've seen so much of Harley Quinn that I see how much he's a hero. I haven't seen shit from Waluigi other than being a dickhead. Waluigi more evil. Dickhead with a great haircut though. You say that because you are Waluigi. I don't know that I am him, but I, I will say this. You resemble him? I mean, I am tall and I am lanky and I have a mustache, <laughs> if that's what you mean, and I am a sex symbol online. <laughs> <laughs> and you're complaining a lot. Wow. Sure, people draw images of me fucking my cousin Wario all the time. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I'm Big definitely deal. The, I'm the Wario of this story, so that makes me feel wildly <laughs> uncomfortable. Makes we, me feel wildly <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> we really are the Mario and uh and Luigi and Wario and Waluigi of this. Like you know what's you know what's funny about what's that? that? I would rather be Mario than Luigi, but I would rather be Waluigi than Wario. So in some ways Whoa. we win, in some ways we lose. Who would you rather be of the, of the pairs? Before I get back to my point that I was making about Mario Kart. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think I would rather be Wario uh-huh. because then I'm further away from Chris Pratt. <laughs> what do you think about that? Wait a second. Why is Wario further away from Chris Pratt than Waluigi? Well, Mario. Wait, why would I be Waluigi? I'm either Mario or Wario, right? Right, right, right. No, no, but I'm saying, mm -hmm. I'm saying, if you were to take Mario and Luigi, yeah. and Wario and Waluigi, yeah, and you were to pick between those two, so I thought I was picking between Mario and Wario. No, I just I have to pick Kazuo. Yeah, well, the reason I say that is mm. because I would rather when 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 because no one wants to be the, the second fiddle and the sidekick, right? And right? yet, <laughs> and yet here you are, sex symbol on the internet. <laughs> Getting drawn, getting fucked in all holes. Oh my god! <laughs> Waluigi though has a big dick. He has to. He has to. He he's got that. that uh, <laughs> Welcome to 2023, everybody. Nothing's changed. He's got that Pete Davidson energy too. A hundred percent. No, no. But the, what I was trying to say yeah, is sorry, like, yes. if you had to decide between who you wanted to be in the duo between okay. Mario and Luigi, I think I, most people would choose Mario. Yeah. But if you had to choose between who you wanted to be in the duo between Waluigi oh, and Wario, I, I would choose Waluigi. So when you say. You are the Mario Wario, yeah. and I am the Luigi Waluigi. Yes. In one of those, I am happy, and in one of those, I am sad. Wow. Which is a good balance there to this wolves. relationship. There are two wolves. <laughs> there are two wolves. Are two wolves inside of us. I keep telling us. you, man. Aerosol was onto something. There are two wolves inside of us, just like inside of us, like I was trying to say, exists the skill to play Mario Kart and the Tony Hawk games. And it gets unlocked. Like it, it's like a, a plant that is dying and you give it a little bit of water and oh, it comes right back right, to life. Right. Um, so if you've been playing or like the paddles, like clear, is that, how you're bringing, <laughs> is that how you're bringing your plants back to life? That's how I bring all my plants back to life. Is Electroshocking that, them. Is that how piranha plants were made? Oh my God. Is that true? I think, I don't know. I'm asking you. You're the one who's what the hell am I the plant plants? expert in this podcast? You're the one who knows how to bring them back to life. Is Wario electricity. a plant expert? Yeah, then maybe. Maybe. I'm also not wearing yellow, but I'm wearing closer to a lighter color and I feel more Wario-esque. Yeah. And I'm wearing... I'm You're wearing like a burnt orange. I'm wearing a burnt orange and then green pants. So mm. Waluigi. I mean, Luigi. Say? Yeah. What is the orange? You look like, uh, like uh, the thing. <laughs> oh. Like, like no, John, not, Ca John Carpenter's the thing? I am not going to explain at any point in this podcast. No, I meant the Fantastic Four. Okay. Okay. So uh, that's why I say, I think because you have poured water or defibrillated your plant, mm -hmm. 
your skill of mm-hmm. playing Mario Kart is going to be much more alive than, than you, mine is. Are you just saying that though because you're lowering expectations? No, no. So when I beat do you, you not believe that? Like, say, say, say you and I, neither of us played Tony Hawk and neither of us played Mario Kart for two years. Okay. And I played 10 minutes of Mario Kart and you played 10 minutes of Tony Hawk and then we went back to go play each other or like half an hour or an hour or something. Good question. I think it would just like the amount of skill that you remember over the course of that hour of playing is like exponential to how rusty you would be after not having played it. That's a good question because yes, but you know, the problem with that though is uh, I believe you'd always beat me in Mario Kart and I think I would always beat you in Tony Hawk. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, like all things being equal. Yeah, uh, you will. All things owe- being equal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unlike the state of the world today. Oh my God, am I right? Oh boy. And let me tell you, as two white guys, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, things are not equal. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with you, but I'm excited. And I think there's probably a future Mushroom Club, which is of course, patreon.com slash retrogradepodcast. Yes. Uh, where we will play Mario Kart 8 together. We will. And all the, uh, by the way, one another uh, Mushroom Club that I'm very excited about, which either is out already or is coming out soon. We're not sure based on the time of recording. Predicting the future. Is our uh, top 10 least favorite things of the year 2022. What what a what a treat that is going to be. I, I just I I'm, everyone's talking about all the things they love. Uh-huh. Let me shit all over the year for a second. We we glowingly speak about our ten favorite things. We're yes. like, we just want to be a positive force in the the world. No. Nope. Then we finish the episode and we're like, let's talk about the things we hated last year. I don't care. One of you guys might be on there. One of you listeners. I'm gonna be like that guy. Our, don't pri- like that our guy. private list for sure. For sure. Speaking of our listeners, though, uh, uh, we actually had a couple people reach out recently that I wanted to give a little bit of a shout out to as somewhat of a summary kind of to the top 10 uh, lists that we had. Uh, Joe Griffin sent a sent a top 10 list. Uh, We mentioned him on the podcast before. And uh, in his top 10, he had a couple entries that I wanted to kind of highlight. Number 10 was The Last Ronin, which is a Ninja Turtles comic book, uh, which is about the last living Ninja Turtle going to enact revenge i think on shredder's grandson or something along those lines which i've heard a lot about i've heard it's amazing i definitely want to check it out uh also this reminded me that when we were recording our 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 top 10 uh, favorite things of the year 2022 Mm -hmm. i said that i was going to mention what i was bumping off my list yeah to make way for cormac mccarthy's the passenger and i never did it okay and i was shooting myself in the fucking head. Oh my God. And I was banging my head against the wall. Yeah. And I was sulking and crying all mm-hmm. week because I listened back to the episode and realized how much I fucked up hard. So I need to make amends. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and say that his number seven was the Batman, which was uh, on my list, I think, as number nine. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It the was. Batman. The Batman. The oh, Batman. wow. That was going to be the high on your list, eh? Yeah, it was. And uh, like number number four, uh, Joe Griffin, is uh, the Retrograde Podcast, which, number by the way, four. number four, Joe. You submitted the list and we're number, <laughs> number four? four? You could have lied. You could have lied. Jesus. He said his wife was number one. It's what? so lame. So lame. We Should she make you laugh as much as we do? Probably not. Don't answer that question. Don't answer that question. <laughs> Don't answer that question. It's just like, like, I get it. We love our partners. But like... What about us? Yeah, right? Don't leave us out in the cold. 100%. <laughs> if it's cold for you, it's cold for them. What is... is you that never heard saying? that? You never heard that expression? I need you... Do You and I need to sit down at some point. And you need to explain all these idioms okay, to so me. Okay, so cold for you, cold for them is uh, about pets being outside. Mm-hmm. And if it's cold for you, it's cold oh. for them. And you're leaving them outside to freeze to death. 
So, uh, oh, even though they were born with a fur co- coat and often really like the winter. <laughs> yeah, no, 100% fur coats and uh, food courts, of course. <laughs> food court. They're born, They're born in food courts. courts. Um, uh, no, I'm just kidding, Joe. I, 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 uh, I, no, that's adorable. Uh, Your wife adorable. should be number one. I love it. Yes. Um, um, and oh, then I God. wanted to read a, a review of the podcast as well. Oh, okay. Uh, Five star review that came out. It's by Jay Griff. Yeah, uh, it's by Jay Griff Wife. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop distracting my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I want to see Mikey's Waluigi's holes filled like a bowling ball. Oh my what is that? God. A weird like a bowling ball. Like a bowling. Also like a three finger kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 oh yeah. boy. Um, okay. No, this is, uh, uh, um, um, one of the, one of the strangest reviews I've ever read, but a very sweet one at the That's same time. Saying something. Uh, this is, this is by Menelaus of Elysium. Nice. Oh, Apple podcast. Yeah. Very good. Title. I shouldn't love this podcast, but. Oh. Cliffhanger. Oh my God. Andrew. I'm hooked. <laughs> Five stars. So, John so I keep reading. Cliffhanger. <laughs> Three things about me. First of all, this is a review about us. <laughs> Tone it down. This is like a Mikey style review. <laughs> my thoughts on Mega Man. First of all, a little bit about myself. <laughs> my dad never loved me. You're like, whoa, what the fuck? How'd this start? I considered him to be a Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Mega Man, I also had a robot dog. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> Three things about yes. me. I don't like podcasts, really. <laughs> <laughs> Good start. They tend to be too chatty and not on topic. I don't... <laughs> this is about us? So. Oh, God. <laughs> or maybe or maybe that's just about podcasts in general. Oh, sure. <laughs> um, I don't really play video games. Just never got into it. And I don't ever pay for extras if the free thing is weekly and high quality. And yet I love this podcast. I love learning about these games and I subscribed to their Patreon within a few weeks, starting to listen to it and would honestly still have subscribed if it was $10 a month. It's so quality. I love these two. I found this podcast a few months ago while trying to find something about Banjo-Kazooie and ended up watching their video on it. And it gave me all the warm feels. Shout out to Riley Little who joined us for that, by the way. Um, From when I was a kid playing that with my mom. That's adorable. That's very cute. Since then, I've been going backwards and just listening to their old stuff, loving the banter and the really detailed and thoughtful insights into what makes a good game. This show has become the equivalent of The Office for me. Playing in the background while I cook or clean or I'm driving. Highly recommend if you love all nerd things. Well, that's it's a sweet review. Very sweet. A very sweet review. <laughs> I don't like podcasts because they're usually, you know, uh, meandering and they don't talk about the topic until I found the Retrograde Podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Oh, man. You got to start a movement because you got to convince everyone else. That's like if you cheated on a multiple choice test and and the teacher is like, you guys fucked up. No one studied. Everyone failed except for one person, for Mikey. And you're like, what the <laughs> what fuck? The- yeah, brother. I you just guessed, guessed on everything. Oh, wow. Um, That's a very sweet review. A very sweet review. Yes, and we want to hear sweet. from you guys if you're out there. Leave us an iTunes review. It will come across our table. And, and I'd love to give it a shout out on the yes. podcast. Even if you think you can make us laugh in the review. Yeah. Give us five stars. I, we'll dance for you. We, haven't we said that in the past? Just like, just uh, comment farts. <laughs> just comment just, farts. Just comment farts. You know, like, not the worst review in the world. Farts. Not the worst review in the world. Uh, but I want to give a, not a review, but a preview of the year 2023 by proxy or by way of our top 10 most anticipated lists. Mikey, so we, you made a list. I made a list. Uh-huh. Have We've you checked yours ma- twice? Uh, oh, no, no. Three or four times. Okay. Yeah. That's enough. Uh, oh, sorry. Before we get into that, I do want to say, because you always make fun of me for not finishing games. I mentioned on the last episode, I was very close to beating Elden Ring. I did finish Elden Ring. 
I finished it just before wow. uh, uh, the break, the the holiday break, so like mid December. Yeah. So I haven't had a chance to talk about it with you yet. Very very broad strokes. Not my favorite from soft game. Yeah. In fact, I think it's my second least favorite from soft game. Okay. Next to Sekiro, but is still a phenomenal work of art. I absolutely, mm. I think it is a, a an outstanding achievement. I don't want to get too much into it on this podcast. If you want to hear my thoughts on it, you can go listen to a podcast called Pixelated Thoughts. Okay. It's over on, uh, I listen to it on Spotify. I'm sure it's on all the podcast platforms. Sure. Uh, You're a Spotify guy? I'm, I am a Stitcher and Spotify. Okay. Stitcher for the premium stuff. There we go. Spotify for Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. Um, uh, so so go go listen uh, to that. It's literally two hours of us just talking Elden Ring. Wow. Some, a little bit of dissenting views, but nothing uh, uh, that's purposely inflammatory. They hated uh, it more than you? No, 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 no. No, I know. No, no, no I get not. it. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, from, from myself, like if you want to hear some counterpoints to all the praise that's heaped on Elden sure. Ring, not because I want to have that opinion, but because I think that, that we can think critically about the things that we love Absolutely, we can. go listen to that uh, it was a ton of fun and thanks again for them having me on uh but Absolutely. Further ado. well that's great please give that a listen please support mikey in that podcast um yeah so mikey so we're talking about the top 10 things of the year i also defeated god of work but we'll talk oh, about that next nice. week. We'll talk i about started next it week. i started it so let's let's talk oh, about that next week. Once, once i've had a little bit more time to get into it yeah so just fast forward 12 months and then we'll talk about how he <laughs> finished it um okay so this list is is an interesting one because yeah. in the past we've talked about like we said you know, we started this during COVID when yes. we did this anticipated games, which was a little bit of a folly on our end uh, because these games would not be actually releasing that year. And that's a that's a true thing of movies, video games, TV sure. shows. They they shelf things for a while. I think I think one of the biggest examples, we did a top 10 most anticipated movies and mm. Top Gun was on it like four years prior to yes, it coming out. It yeah. really was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, God, those poor actors. Uh, oh, man. I know. Yeah, those poor actors. <laughs> yes, Game those poor Hollywood rock. elites. Yes. <laughs> um, no, no, but, but so like, keep that in mind that I tried to not name uh, games twice mm -hmm. because I thought, I've already said that, you know, sure. I'm excited. It's going to be coming out soon. Sure. Uh, but a really interesting year because there isn't that, you know, video games are so much uh, stamped by franchises. Yes. Two, three, fours of versions of games. This year, I didn't find that to be a strong thing. That's Great point. And I find that to be really exciting for video games. I do too. Original I think fun. I think for so long, all we were looking at in terms of anticipated games were regular, like uh, uh, old IP. Yeah. Just like number two, number three, number four, whatever yes. it is. Last year had a lot of that. This year, no, I mean, there definitely is an, an, an element of it. There's a couple. In fact, there's, there is quite a bit. Oh, actually, my list is kind of chocked full of it, but oh, there were a lot, there were a lot oh, of options. Dude. There were a lot of Corporate options that, that weren't that. Just, I all I want is for corporate America to yeah. look at me, pat me on the head, and say I'm doing a good job. Yeah, thank you for your money. I like uh, supporting big business. Yeah, yeah I, I'm so sorry. Sue me. I like supporting big business uh, yeah. job creators. Yeah, Amazon. Guess where I got all my packages? Where? Amazon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird call to Amazon. Amazon. Guess what? <laughs> what? I got all my packages from you. Okay. okay. <laughs> Good talking to you, tell Mike. Jeff. If you're talking to Jeff, tell him. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wait, he's 
Wait, is the cubicle next door and you hang up very quickly? <laughs> You're very nervous. Can we talk to him? Um, so let's let's start this off, Andrew. Let's start this off. So did you have any thoughts that went into, uh, apart from the fact Not that you all. didn't necessarily want to give too much credence to a game that may have shown up on a past most anticipated list, anything that you really looked for, maybe giving certain types of games uh, a nod over other types of games, or were well, you just thinking like, whatever, whatever sets your heart ablaze? I will say, well, Yes, yeah. I would agree with you. Uh, Johnny Blaze. Flame on. Uh, flame on, exactly. Is that, uh, is that I would find the games that immediately were like, well, of course. Yes. I, I got to play this. Yep. You know what I mean? And the games that I had recognition towards of going like, I've been looking forward to this. Yes. I'm going to put that in there quickly. And then from on top of that was games that you read the description to or you see the trailer or you kind of read up on and you're like, Oh boy. Yeah, that's something yes. I'd be interested I in. I totally agree. You know, it's it's often so like, you know, I've worked in hospitality and, and food service and stuff like it's that. It's pronounced hospitals. Uh, he he gives food. He he provides food services and hospitals. I'm the Jello maker for hospitals. Yes, <laughs> it's a lot of Jello. And <laughs> let me tell you, brother, business is a boom. <laughs> By the uh, way, the Jello maker I, I, w was the name of uh, myself every time I entered twerk dance competitions. <laughs> the Jello maker. The Jello maker. Yes. <laughs> What's your favorite color, Jello? Oh God, uh, it's probably green. Yeah, I was gonna say green too. Actually, yeah, green is if good. If you said red, I would have slapped you across the team. Red isn't bad. Sure. It's better than purple. Oh, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. wow. Do we have a lot of takes on Jello? Should Is we do Jello guests? Top 10 Jello flavors? Honestly, do not tempt us. 2026, top 10 Jello flavors. We honestly, lists have been working really well for us. Yeah. So if you have any lists that you want us to do, Great. send us uh, some recommendations. We actually got quite a few recommendations. So fantastic. Thanks for that. Come in, Keep coming in. We'll shout you out if we choose yeah, your list. Yeah, 100%. Okay. And, and how about this? If you have a list you want us to do, submit it with your list. And if we choose your yes. topic, we'll read some of yours on the oh, podcast I as well. love this. Yeah. Okay, great. What I was kind of saying is like, you know, so being in, in food. Oh, how about this? How yes, about this? Okay, <laughs> please. Write me a love letter. Mm -hmm. Little perfume. <laughs> Little perfume. Yeah, you got to open up like 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 in the war. Oh. Like with like a still shot and some perfume. And you have like, to oh. hand write it. Yeah, that'd be nice. Just do that. No other stipulations. Should we get a P.O. box? Just write <laughs> Yes, we, we should. should. We should. We really should. Just send me, just tell me you love, like me. A little P.O. Not box would love. be the worst thing we've ever done. Like, no, oh, we got another human hand. <laughs> okay, I guess. So what I was going to say is, I've been in food and beverage for a very long time. And the way that, you know, you get so, um, you get drowning in all these choices all the time that when you go to a restaurant, you sometimes look at stuff and go, oh, I have no idea what that yeah. is going to be like. And there was a lot of that with video games. You play so many video games that you kind of start thinking about you know, like, oh, that sounds like the most unique idea I've heard sure. in a long time. Yes. I'm going to choose that. That is what I'm anticipating. Yeah. And I think that's actually a kind of a good way to start. Can I start with my number 10? I would love that. Yeah. Okay. So my number 10 is going to be a game called Nightingale. Oh, okay. And it's for the PC and it's uh, to be confirmed 2023. So okay. A there's there's going to be a lot of that on our list. Yeah. Yes. There's, it's unavoidable in yes. a lot of ways. But okay. So Nightingale, it is a described as a shared world survival game. Okay. Shared world survival game. Something I actually quite like. Okay. And then it's, but it also takes place in a Victorian fantasy setting. Oh, fuck yeah. Holy shit. If you pull that up and start looking at screenshots, which I'm hoping you're doing right now as a listener, it is people in fancy garbs and then a bat with nails in it. Ooh. And I cannot begin to describe that. I was like, hello, there we go. Is that number 10? That is absolutely number 10 I, for me. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, there, there are so many, I mean, and this is, this is another thing is like when you start to really dig into the games that are, that are coming out, like, like 
early in the year before preview builds have really gotten yep. out and everyone is just using kind of like you said, your wildest imagination for like, ooh, that's an interesting amalgamation of ideas. Totally. I'm excited for it because it's different. Will the differences end up being positive or negative? Who knows? Who but knows? before I've seen the previews and before I've played the game, in my head, it exists in the perfect version. Totally. And I think there's a lot of those sorts of things on, you know on my list as well. I completely agree with you. And like some people will say like, well, we played a beta and we're really excited for it. It's like, well, th that's easy at that point. Like yeah. you've already reviewed the game in yes. a lot of ways. I think it's really exciting to look at a concept, maybe look at some art, maybe look at a trailer like yep. half done and then kind of go, man, this might be a good game. Yes. Because uh, no one wants to find the thing that has a hundred million dollar budget. They want to find the thing that is like the new thing. Right. You want you want something that's that you didn't kind of like the bear, like you talked about sure. on, on your top episodes. You're like, this wasn't really on anyone's radar. Yeah. And then it comes out and it's great. You love to be surprised with things like that because all the things you know are already coming are still coming. Yes. But then imagine inserting a couple superstars in there. It's, I know. it's such a nice feeling. You want to be a horrible hipster in the way that you see the band, not because they're at the 20,000 person basketball stadium. Yes. But because they're at the small local bar and they're like, I saw them when they were exactly, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And they they looked at me. They did. Wait, they looked at you? And I felt seen. Oh, like, like in a good way or they went like they're pointing at security. They were like, like that guy, that guy. <laughs> they, get, get him out of here. They said, that guy, that guy, they held up a picture. It was of Waluigi getting <laughs> fucked in all his holes. And they said, get him on we stage. Finally, we finally found him. <laughs> We've been asking <laughs> Waluigi to get fucked on our stage for so long. And he's here. Get up here, Waluigi. Up here, Waluigi. And Mikey's like, wow. <laughs> I look at him like, why does that drummer have so many drumsticks? <laughs> what is he doing with those? <laughs> he better be an octopus with all those drumsticks. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, my number 10 mm -hmm. uh, is a game that uh, I actually, when I first saw it, did not love the look of it. Uh, but the more I've kind of paid attention to it and the more I've seen previews and the more I've seen some some significant uh, 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 organizations talk about this mm. as though it could be something special, the more excited I've gotten. The reason I wasn't that excited about it is because the preview that I saw of this game showed off a boss fight that was basically you versus a giant orb with legs. And all I could think of was a, ba a, a boss fight that I had in Destiny, in the game Destiny, okay. where you're just shooting a giant orb for way too long. And I was like, that looks like garbage. But the game itself <laughs> looks fucking stunning. Uh, it's called Atomic Heart. Oh, okay. Atomic Heart is coming out as it, what looks like one of the most gorgeous looking games I've ever seen. It's been described as like a first person shooter RPG along the lines of something like Bioshock meets Fallout. Um, and I'm going to say that it also has a look of like condemned criminal origins okay. into it which we played on this podcast in, I think in February a couple of years ago. Oh. And I think just worked really well. I yeah. think a, a game, a first person shooter that can pull off uh, uh, melee mechanics like Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay, which was on our top 10 movie games or my top 10 movie games list. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think it, it just, it's a nice feeling that I, I don't think a lot of RPGs get right. So if this has the ability to do that, it has that Bioshock thing of like weapon in one hand, magic in the other. Sure. And as long as that doesn't get stale and as just long like David as David Blaine, game, just like David Blaine, a <laughs> weapon in one hand, magic in the other. When we future describe a, uh, <laughs> some, some horrible thing that David Blaine does, yeah. be like weapon in one hand, magic in the other <laughs> he killed 32 people on a rampage in times square yeah exactly they, they woke him up from his ice cube sleep too early <laughs> yes, like exactly. a hibernating bear he was underwater for 13 days <laughs> and you're like yeah 32 dead 14 missing <laughs> like oh <laughs> oh no david blaine why did you do that population of doves mysteriously <laughs> increased we don't know what happened <laughs> 
<laughs> so number 10 for me is Atomic Heart. Uh, Atomic Heart sounds really good. Yeah. Okay, so for my number nine, I'm going to be choosing a game that was recently brought up by you. Yeah. And now I've not been able to think about it, but I'm only putting it at number nine. So I'm still cautious. I'm going to give you the game Judas. Judas. Andrew, that game is up later on my list. Okay, so we will talk about it when you As we always do, if, we, if there is crossover, we save our thoughts until it's higher. Higher? higher? No, higher. Higher up on the list. There we go. Very which good. we learned from a listener. Yes, we did. Is the right way to say it. Absolutely. And we're going to respect that listener. And I do. <laughs> so what is your number nine game? My number nine is a game that I'm just going to say it because I know it's going to be later on in your list and, and you're going to be upset with me that it's not higher thank you spider-man 2 oh my god is number nine it is number nine all i will say because we'll get into it when when you because i know you love those games is i've played a lot of superhero games that that have like all the batman games okay. all the spider-man games so yes i am very excited for it but it's going to feel like a game that i have played before so it doesn't feel kind of like you said like the the potential for newness yeah. just isn't there as much for me okay I uh, will respect that, and we will definitely be speaking about that in a bit. Okay. Okay. Well, there we go. Usually, so, I mean, the last couple of lists we had, we've had like no crossover, but I feel like no. there's going to be a decent amount of crossover. So here. now we just got two in a row. Okay. So for my number eight, I'm going to be choosing a game that's going to be coming on the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and S. Okay. And <laughs> Windows PC. I tried my best. Um, you know, I will say, though, in most of these games, they are saying it's the new console, guys. Yes. You got you to be switching yeah. over, which... I like is finally happening. I, I'm too, I remember two thoughts for that one. I like that they can plan purely to be making on the new console yes. with all the power. But I also do feel bad that people have to buy a new console. Um, I don't. I, I don't at all. You don't at all? No, no. Order a new one from Amazon. Like, what are you doing? But, but it's not that easy. Why not? Uh, money, Amazon makes it very easy. Oh, God. Are you sponsored by Amazon? What's going on? I'm not. I just love convenience. Right. With anybody. Like anything, right? It makes it. Yeah. If you're making my life easier. Right. Because, like, here's the thing. Yep. I work hard. Right. For your money. Uh, for my money. And you're going to treat it and right. And I'm going to treat it right. Okay? So, when a new console comes, I, I look at PlayStation, and uh -huh. I'm like, TikTok, PlayStation 5 came out a couple years ago. Uh, we're I need something to spend my money on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> PlayStation 6? Put me two generations ahead of these 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 idiots yeah these plebs who can't afford a new console because they don't work hard enough oh my god wow. that's that's what this is he looks down on the working class he's the anti bruce Springsteen. i don't even look down on them mm -hmm. i look over them wow they're not worth me looking oh at. my god mikey's turned true villain i it's this isn't turning yeah i've been this way <laughs> forever <laughs> So yeah, they're uh, doing new consoles. Uh -huh. uh, that must be really exciting for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, those who can afford it. Yeah, those who can, uh, I guess so. And also with you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Some weird Catholic mass energy on that one. Okay, my number eight is going to be Skull and Bones. Oh, amazing. Amazing. I'm really excited by this. Uh, I've liked pirate games in the past, which yes. is such an insane thing to say out loud. Uh, you know, I really loved the Assassin's Creed when we went to Black Flag, when we went to Pirate Time. Yes. And I just like the idea. What? <laughs> Sounds like like the, the weird offshoot of medieval times. Pirate Time? Pirate Times. Dude, if there was Pirate Time, I would... Like, you tell me we wouldn't go? We would be there right now. We would be recording club. a live episode <laughs> from Pirate Times. What Do you do you like working at Pirate Time? Yeah, you're like, all right, sounds pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's a piracy simulator, a simulator which I think is just kind of fun. <laughs> What? You're just stealing DVDs. 
Yeah, you wouldn't steal a car. <laughs> it's a piracy simulator. It's a piracy um, You know, it's mostly coming out in the first quarter, so like something to look forward to pretty quickly. I also like the idea of building up a ship, which is also, if you know anything about me, I love building up the town. Yep. I love building up the architecture. Oh, can we get new cannons? This is really exciting. Yes. Uh, oh, Nick new, is stale. More wenches, uh, a new pirate, a parrot. Oh, wait, parrot and pirate are kind of close to each other. And, and and they love each other. Okay, can I bring can I bring up something else? Okay. I finally watched Master and Commander Far Side of the World this week. Was that burning a hole in your to-do list? Mikey, it's a really good movie. Oh, is it really? It is a really good this movie. This was the movie that came out after Gladiator for Russell yes. Crowe, right? Yes, it this was. This was like his post-Oscar movie. And it was uh it's based on a series of books. And so, so it's 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 Russell Crowe's stealth. A la Jamie Foxx. Yes, 100%. Jessica yes. Biel, who can yes. forget about yes. stealth. Right after he wins the Oscar for Halle Ray. Berry wins an Oscar? Catwoman. Catwoman. Uh, maybe, yeah. Immediately, in the, in, in, just ready to go. Yeah. No, it, Master Commander, if you are listening to my voice and you see Master Commander, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It is good. What, what, what is the subtitle of it? Uh, Far, Far Side, Side of the, the World, world right? Yeah, so Far yeah. Side of the World is one of the books. Oh. And so it's combining two of the books. And it's just one of those like, hey, do you want to see Russell Crowe? Kind of be a badass and a little bit cheeky about it and be very handsome here. Yeah. All right. Oh, sounds amazing. Good. It is really good. And so I hate to say it, you play this uh, piracy simulator and you <laughs> kind of go, yeah, I kind of want to be Far Side of the World on this one. I love it. It's so much fun. My brother often says, he's like, man, to be a pirate would be amazing. That would just be the life. I'm like, it would be terrible. It would be terrible. It would be terrible. Oh my God. I think my brother also said something recently (laughs) that- I just, just to be clear, your brother, the co-host of the Jackass podcast. Jackass to Jackass podcast. And it may have been on Jackass that he said, he's like, and I, I, Andrew, when I hear these words come (laughs) out of his mouth, I get so excited. Uh He said, um, hey, Mikey, did you- did you hear like like if he pulls a Jay Leno, he's like, "Do you hear about this? Do you hear about that? I, I heard that uh-huh. when he says, "I heard that." Oh, I no. I'm like, "Yes." What, what did, did you hear? What degenerate? What told did you, you hear? <laughs> he said, "Pirates." Okay, started being pirates. This is recent news. <laughs> so th- so they can go out uh-huh. and have gay sex. What? <laughs> he said, "That's why pirates existed." And I said, Chris, no, it's not. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, is this a booty joke? He's no, no, okay. no. He was like, he was like, no, because like no one would like judge them for being out at sea. And I was like, so you don't think that's a byproduct of being at sea for right. years at a time and not the reason why they leave for <laughs> years at a time? What started first? Being a pirate to be gay? Or being gay because you're a pirate. I love you, sir. I can't tell my wife. Pack up some limes and let's hop on a boat. It's like, do you have a parrot? Do you have an eye patch? Peg leg? Let's go. Let's do this thing. Peg leg indeed. Peg leg indeed. 100%. Multi-purpose. Wow, that's a very curious thought by you. Very uh, curious thought. Uh, To be fair, immediately when I said, no, it's not, he's like, yeah, that doesn't sound right, does it? He's like, (laughs) I'm not giving this any active thought. Uh, Skull and Bones Skull looks and Bones. great. A long, uh, it, uh, you know, a, a release cycle that looked a little bit belabored at yeah. times, uh, but pegged like the leg Hello. as a realistic, a more realistic version of Sea of Thieves. Yeah, so, it, it it also like was in development hell for a very long time. So I'm kind of glad to see it come out in 2020. Did you did you ever play Sea of Thieves? I did play Sea of oh, Thieves. Oh, nice. Did you like yes. it? I did. I did. It was a. Li- 
it was a lot to get into. Like it's a huge time commitment yes. into way to build up. And I yeah. just couldn't possibly commit my time to that. But the places I, the the parts I played were really enjoyable. I, I love the idea of it, but I, I never got into it. I, I think I was kind of uh, um, turn away from it because yeah. when it first came out, it had some issues. And, and when a game has issues at launch and those are the only reviews that I'm reading, I yeah. kind of just keep that opinion of it forever. Right. Um, when I, that's not a, not a great, uh, uh, tactic to go about these things, sure, but sure, sure. Um, so that was your number eight. eight. So my number eight okay. is going to be uh, a game that I initially thought was a bad idea, but the more that I get into properties like, uh, like I, I know this is kind of unrelated, but uh, 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 Peacemaker. Okay. And uh, well, actually, it is related. And it and, is related. And Harley Quinn. Yeah. The more I think, you know what? I think I really like. The Suicide Squad, and I cannot wait for Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. And Mikey, we'll be talking about that later on my list. Fantastic. I cannot wait to talk about I that I know. Game. Which, okay, we'll get into it because that's also a very uh, fraught development. Yes. So, yes. okay. All right. So that's your number eight. Yes. So let's move on to my number seven then. This is going to be coming out on Xbox and Windows PC. It is Redfall. Oh, Redfall. Redfall, the upcoming open world co-op FPS game. Open world co-op FPS. Hello. That's right down my alley. Did you ever get into games like uh, like Destiny? I know not quite open world in the same way, but... So uh, one of our former guests, local Toronto legend, Jesse, Jesse Borg, uh, loves Destiny. Yes. And so we played that a couple of times online. He's yeah. a big loot shooter guy. Yes. And... Uh, loot I, shoot Ryan. <laughs> yes. Brian, as I annoy my partner with, Brian's Seltzer Orchestra. Mm. Um, and I'm like, he's he was big into the hard seltzer thing. He says, <laughs> how in the world has Brian Seltzer not had Brian hard seltzer? You say that as though you know for sure he hasn't. That's a good question. You know what? Let me Google some stuff. Okay. Right okay yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, it's much. Brian Setzer. Excuse me. That upsets me to even say. <laughs> uh, you know, got, got off a lot easier than the horribly disgusting cherry popping daddy. Cherry popping daddy. Yikes. Yikes. Oh my God. We don't love that name. No, we really don't. But yes, I saw a trailer for this uh, Redfall. It looks awesome. It yes. looks really, really fun. Yeah. And it's and it's a cool original idea. And it's totally something that I can imagine myself playing and, and really enjoying. Yeah, I, I think I, it's it's an arcane game as well, yes, uh, which, you know, any fans of Dishonored, uh, Prey being another one that they made. Yep. Uh, uh, I think they just have some great, um, uh, was was Deathloop another, did Arcane do Deathloop? I don't know what to tell you. I always forget, um, but but those sorts of games, yeah. I know Deathloop was very much like a, uh, 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 a game like, uh, Dishonored, which, yeah. which Dishonored 1 was like one of my, yeah, it is. It is it definitely oh, there you go. Nice. So anything that they do, I am also very excited about, See, that's about awesome. trying out. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, this year just feels like, you know, a year where a lot of larger companies are taking swings on new IPs. Like we talk yeah. about how it's, it's not, uh, how there are new IPs, but what we didn't really mention is that this is also a lot of bigger companies that are making these new IPs. Yes. And that's always good to see because you're you're not starting out with just like a proof of concept. You know, they're going to put, put a lot of effort into this. Yeah, totally. Like we can make fun of uh, Avatar 2 all we want and stuff like that, but it's the original idea that Big Jim is, you know, giving Big Jim, Big Jim energy to. And, and you know what? And it's opening to Oppenheimer for that trailer. Oh, and as yes. much as I'll be the first one to admit, I'm like, I'm not the biggest biggest Christopher Nolan person. And it means I, it's, I, I like his movie. It's just not, I'm not like, whoa, wait a second. Here we go. Yeah. He's making original stories and that's really cool. And when we see stuff like this, which is about like a horror Western type thing, 
Hello, let's go. That's honestly, awesome. Honestly, I mean, I'm into it. Also, I am very excited for Oppenheimer. I am too. <laughs> I'm really excited for that movie. If, if there is a white actor under 40 that you like, he's, he's in, in this, it. He's, he's in this in movie, it. man. He's in it. Just check, check. You, if you're under 40 and white, <laughs> you might be in this movie and not know about it, man. <laughs> uh, so Redfall, yes, uh, a, gra- a great one on there. Not on my list, uh, yeah. but I'm glad it's getting some love. In fact, you know, knowing that you didn't play Deathloop last year and are still showing it yes. some love. And did you play Dishonored? I, I did play, yes, briefly. Yeah, yeah. Not the whole thing. An, another another game that I, I absolutely love. I might keep the game. I beat Elden Ring. I, I thought I told you that. You did, and Mikey, I can't begin to describe how proud of you I am. That What'd you say? It's 100 hours or something like that? 110? 110. That's yeah. insane. It, it is, it is a lot. That's too much to ask. You know what sucks what is that? I've been listening to another podcast and they've been talking about Get Played and yeah. they've been talking about Persona 5 Golden, which they just did on their, on their it's like a JRPG okay. and it's like 120 hours. And I never thought I'd want to play it, but hearing them talk about it, I'm like, do I want to play this game? Oh no. I will never finish this No, you'll never finish, never finish this. You game. might just not show up. It just might be me into a microphone like, and welcome <laughs> to the retrograde. I don't, we'll keep the empty chair and everything will be like Elijah. It'll be great. Elijah? Yeah, that's, uh, that's, um, see, that's, that's a friend who, uh, does it, does Elijah have two wolves in him? He, well, yes, he does. Cause he's oh, a human a, being. Oh, is Elijah the, the, uh, uh, Clint Eastwood? <laughs> when he talked yes. to the chair with no one in it. Well, that was, of course, he was speaking to Barack Hussein Obama oh, right, right, right. at the Republican National Convention. <laughs> what a rare miss for our guy, Clint, doing a whole performative thing in front of a bunch of conservatives about like, he's an empty chair. He's an empty chair. <laughs> and he goes on to win re-election. Um, <laughs> no, that's, of course, to my Jewish friends and happy Hanukkah to them about leaving the door open in a chair empty for Elijah. Oh, for Elijah Wood just visiting all... I also will say, if I got any of that wrong, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I tried. I tried so hard there. I don't know. I should know. You should. I'm the part Jewish one. Yes, you are. Which, Which part? part? I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> you and I racing to that one. Uh, okay, so um, the, yes, that was my number racing seven. Racing to it with the speed of a Sandy Koufax fastball. <laughs> wow, a famous Jewish athlete. Yes. Like he's on fire. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Uh, just like a menorah. No. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> oh, no, Andrew. Oh, I thought you were like making some awful joke. And I'm like, no, please don't do that. <laughs> you were so quick to shut I was so down. quick like, to like, nope. wow, moving on. Number seven. Holy shit. Number seven. Number seven is going to be a game that I've been waiting a very long time for. I played the original on PC way back when. Yeah. Uh, this is Stalker 2. We oh. had a lot of new entries in the Stalker franchise, um, but Stalker 2 they were, they were more of like offshoots and expansions okay. and things like that. Stalker 2 looks like a true return to form for a game that I really fell in love with. Yes. Uh, it was one of the first games that I played that was sort of open world RPG first person shooter in, in a way that drew me in like I never would have expected. Okay. Like almost survival, definitely an element of survival horror, but the idea of like, I have four bullets. I feel good about myself right yeah. now. And there's also a lot going on in the world with like radiation and mutants and and colonies underground and that sort of thing. I cannot wait for Stalker 2. Uh, I've been waiting a long time. I think it was originally supposed to come out in 2022 as well and it got pushed forward, uh, pushed back. Pushed back. Uh, Justin, Man, you have Justin, trouble directions. Help. Justin, we need help. Uh, he's the guy who helped us with the the higher or lower. So Stalker Two, not on your list. I don't. I don't think. No, but, it's uh, not a game. A game that I I cannot wait to sink my. Teeth you know what's into. so funny? I actually not seen that game on there. It might have been on my list. Yeah. Uh, because of it, I really liked Stalker. Stalker and was fantastic. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's really awesome. So Stalker Two is your number seven. Is my number seven. Okay, there we go. Number six for me. I kind of cheated. This mm-hmm. is a game from last year. Oh, 
And I, I, I was really excited about it because it was really high up on my list okay. last year. And I just, it's a Bethesda game. Oh, Starfield. Okay, we will be talking about this. Okay. Yes. You, oh, you've been higher on your list. One hundred. Okay, great. Okay, I'm really glad to list. hear that. So that's number six for me. Uh, of a game that I'm I'm very very excited about. Uh, curious to see what Bethesda brings to the table. Actually, Redfall. You mentioned that Redfall is coming out on uh, PlayStation as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because I know I know Arcane. Oh, sorry. No, it's not. Oh, Xbox it's not. Series and Windows PC. Right. Because Arcane is now under the Microsoft umbrella. So, right. So that yes. that makes sense. Uh, uh, this this next game, then my number six. Because we'll yes. talk about Starfield. Uh, you know, when we start to the reason I brought it up is because we'll start to see some of these uh, uh, exclusives for. Microsoft after this enormous couple of purchases yeah, that seriously. they've made. Yeah. The uh, the next game on my list, though, is a game that comes from one of my favorite developers of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say too okay. much. I just beat one of their okay. games. But it's a return to one of their earliest games so early that a lot of people don't even realize they made it. It's Armored Core 6. Oh, I yeah. don't know if Armored Core 6 is going to be coming out for sure in 2023. Right. Knowing from software, I think it might get pushed to 2024. But right now it is slated for 23. Not sure when it's going to come out. The original Armored Core games, I played the demos like way back on on PlayStation. And then I I think I rented like Armored Core 4 or something Mm -hmm. like that or something along those lines. I liked the idea of them, but they never fully like grabbed me. But now that From Software has evolved to the company that they are, I just can't imagine them making a miss. Even Sekiro, which is not a game that I loved. I recognize how great it is in spite of its differences from Dark Souls and Bloodborne and right, Elden Ring and all that, right. I appreciated it for it being a very well-crafted game. It being. So, it being? Yeah, just a funny two words together. It being. It being. It being. Yep, that's all I got. It being the torment of, what's this? What's the town that it's in? Oh, uh, I don't know, Sewers. Uh, it being the torment of Sewers. Yeah, yes. uh, Red Balloons. Red Balloons. 99 of them. 99. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, um, the, the, uh, so, so I can't wait to see what Armored Core turns out like. I'm very excited to, to get my hands on it and maybe have it be the first Armored Core game that I actually finish. Oh, that's really exciting for yeah. you then. I, yeah. I know, and it's, it's from a, place they are a developer excuse me that you really love yeah so, yeah, yeah i think so i'd like to see what what they can apply to it and, and what sorts of um um influences they draw from some of their other games now uh that they can put in armored core that, that maybe didn't exist before awesome the town is dairy dairy d-e-r-r-y dairy every time i visit it i get bloated yeah 100 percent. my skin breaks out oh no i shit myself <laughs> um okay so for my number five we can finally talk about it we're going to talk about justice league justice league uh, excuse suicide, me. Squad. suicide squad kill, kill the, the justice, justice league. league i got the subtitle first um so this is kind of a fraught also another yes. fraught uh development yes. yep. because early 2022 this was something we talked about last year the trailer came out everyone's like hell oh let's uh-huh. do this yeah. this is exciting uh, and then it kind of went quiet for a while. Right. And uh, there were some changeovers in in uh, executive positions in that within the studio. And now the game is supposed to have come out in 2023. Now, well, in concept, a narrative co-op game, open world. Yep. Okay, hello. This now talking my language, not as much yours. And uh, what? No? No, no, no. I'm Too just, big? Uh, I'm just, I'm comparing it to uh, Gotham Knights. You know, uh, I, I think it could suffer from the same pitfalls of a Gotham Knights because I think it makes a lot of the same promises. Yep. Um, uh, and I think Gotham Knights failed quite handedly. And it that's did. coming from a developer with a lot more promise behind them or, you know, uh, uh, working with an engine that really worked with the Arkham games. Yeah. So we'll see. 
I, I'm very excited to see what they do, but we really haven't seen much about the game apart from the fact that it's got a really cool fucking trailer. Yeah, it's got with a- Harley Quinn versus Batman. And tell, stop me if you've heard this one before. Suicide Squad with a lot of promise and a great trailer. Yes. Yikes. Um, yeah. Yet, I don't know. There's a lot of positive momentum around that at one time. And and I think the, the idea, even though it's based on IP, is really fun and creative. And to play as King Shark, to play as, you know, Deadshot and stuff like that. Yep. It's kind of a fun idea when you kill the Flash. Sure. You know, or whatever, I guess. What, what, I'm, what I'm most excited about is how much DC, <laughs> unlike Marvel, is mm-hmm. willing to let their animators and their storytellers really go for it in okay. terms of the gore and the violence. I can imagine that you will kill the Flash. Yes. That maybe you will kill Batman. Wonder that may Woman. be the one that you don't. You, you I do. think it's yeah. Superman, Wonder Woman, and the Flash. Yeah. Uh, uh, you yeah. know, based based on the, the story itself. But like, we know Batman is is in this uh, based on the trailer, which looked fantastic. It did. Um, the, the, and, and the ways in which you kill them is going to be gory. Like, if anyone's seen Harley Quinn, the, yeah. the show, I couldn't believe how much they went for it in terms of the gore and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and if they really don't pull any punches, I think this can be unlike any other superhero game we've ever played. Yeah. And I agree with you. You kind of mentioned Peacemaker and, you know, Harley Quinn, yep. the animated show, and even the last Suicide Squad. You're like, okay, there's a longer leash. With that being said, who knows with the current decisions that DC makes, and I wonder if uh, yes. James Gunn and the other guys have their hands on it now because, uh, man, they have they're very little remorse. They're like, hey, uh, Rock, get the fuck out. Yeah, no more right? black at him. And it's Henry may- Cavill. Ugh. Yeah, Henry Cavill, get out of there. Uh, the 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 one thing about it, though, is like, you know, I, I have faith that James Gunn can make a good movie. He's done it several mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. In fact, Suicide Squad, uh, the one that he did, is probably my favorite DC movie of the last little while in, in the DCEU. Sure. Um, um, we'll see what happens if if he, though, wants to play the role of Kevin Kevin Feige, Feige. Feige uh, and really kind of get his hands on controlling whatever else is out there. You're right. He may start to, to tug Rain a bit on the leash and yeah. not let them go that route. Yeah. Which I think would be bad. I think it would be very bad. I think there's very few opportunities that you could do what Marvel did and trying to recreate it, I think would be a folly. Yes. Yeah, I think you kind of need to go the other direction. I agree. People love the boys. People love Invincible. People kind of maybe want to see a more rugged superhero movie. Not rugged in terms of dark. Yeah. Like Zack Snyder would do. But rugged in terms of like a, a, a kind of a gross realistic story with dirty consequences. And I would say offer difference in these characters. Like you can't just, the the idea of one storyline is a really cool one and very hard to do. And that's impressive that they've been able to do it. But I think it's fun if you were able to do like, we can do this, which is a straight up uh, Batman movie. And then this one where they're cursing and killing people and doing stuff. And then this one, which is a little bit, you know, I think difference is good. I I agree. I agree with that. There we go. So that's my number five. Kill the Justice League. Number five. Uh, my number five is uh, something that we can now talk about. It is Starfield. Okay, uh, there we go. A game that, what was that number seven for uh, Starfield was number six. Number six. So Starfield is a game that I am almost paralyzed by when I see it. I oh. know I know Bethesda and I know what they can do, what they can bring to the table. But I, I have to assume this is going to be a, a, a good game uh, based on, <laughs> on their pedigree. Yeah. But it's just, will it be too big? Okay. And again, am I arguing against what everyone else wants? Possibly. Uh-huh. But I have I have been paralyzed by the amount of choice and size in games previously. It looks like Starfield is their attempt at making the biggest, most comprehensive narrative game that Seriously. we've ever played. Yeah. But I'm excited to see what they do and how they succeed because I truly believe that this might be a game that uh, uh, changes the way these sorts of games are made if, yeah. if done right. No, I, I completely agree with you. I think the scope is very intimidating. I yes. would agree with you. But 
you know, Bethesda wants to make a game like that, and especially as their big first splashy uh, platform exclusive game, you know, since being bought. Yep. I think it's a really cool idea the way that like, you know, remember when we were kids and a new console would come out and they go, this is our guy. Yes. This is what we, we, we put all this time and effort into this one thing. It's going to come up with every console. You're going to love it. Mm -hmm. Those usually were great games. And, and if this is that version of that, uh, for, for Xbox, I'm really excited for it. I'm trying to remember was, was this announced at the same time as the purchase of Bethesda? That's I, my well, memory, but I don't know if that's I'm, true. Cause <laughs> I, I think it might be. Cause I was thinking, I'm like, man, if the world knew about Starfield, and then the purchase was Smart. announced and everyone in Sony's camp was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like what? Like I wanted that, but I don't think it was that. I think this was the first one they announced after having been purchased. So everyone always knew this was going to be Microsoft exclusive. Well, there we go. Um, I, I think it's a really exciting game. You know? Yes. Did you, did you play uh, uh, any other Bethesda games along? Like, did you ever play like the Elder Scrolls games or? I did. I did, but only briefly. I did. I didn't like play them to completion or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. I, I like them. I liked them a lot more when I was younger because yeah. it was amazing just to be able to walk around in those worlds. Yeah. And, and that was fantastic. Uh, but I, I wonder if, uh, if I will kind of lose the thread a little bit in, you know, games like the, the outer worlds, which came out and, and I, they were kind of trying to be like a fallout or like a, like a, like a space version of, of the, of, of elder scrolls. Yeah. I played them again and I'm like, man, I just don't know if this formula works on me the way that it, that it did. Totally. And I hope that this does, cause I really want to love it, but I do have my reservations. Uh, and you know, it's weird that I'm almost talking myself down for my number five pick, Yeah. but, uh, those are my reservations. Everything else I'm fucking super pumped for. Well, there we go. Okay. Yeah. So that is Starfield. Yep. As my All number right, five, number five. So my number four, this is uh, <laughs> no one is more surprised than me that this is my number four. Okay. Number four is going to be Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I had this on my watch list, but not on my list. I am excited for it. And now only because you're you, not alone, by the way, I don't mean to. A lot of people are very excited about this. No, game. I am. I saw the trailer and I went, oh, yeah. And I think maybe Andor has converted my brain a little bit. Sure. Of like being excited for more Star Wars things going yeah. forward. You know, I think we can all agree the last couple of Star. Well, maybe we can't all agree. None of us can all agree on anything. <laughs> but the last couple of Star Wars video games, except that Barack Obama is an empty chair. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Clint, your mouth to God's ears. Um is that the last couple Star Wars games have left some wanting aspects of it. Uh, while they've been definitely singularly driven and they're definitely pushing what can video games can be, uh, excuse me, Star Wars video games can be. Sure. They were for everybody. Yeah. And I think, and I, I was disappointed by a lot of that. This seems to be changing a little bit. The, the menacing tone, the survival aspects yep. of the game, I think it's a nice change to taking us to a world that we already want to go to. A lot of people want to go play yes. these games. Yeah. And now you're giving us more reason to be excited by it. I think there's something to be said about this. Now, I will say these are uh, based on a couple other pre uh, predecessors that maybe were not my favorite games of all time. Sure. But yet something about this one makes me really excited. I, I hear you. I mean, eventually they're going to hit big. I would, I would agree with everything you're saying about Star Wars games not hitting properly the, okay. way, the way that they should. It seems like they could have been great and were kind of just good. The one <laughs> exception to that is, uh, and good is the enemy of great, if mm -hmm. J.K. Simmons has taught us anything. And evil is the, you know, the, the dark side. But yes. Oh, that is, I, yeah. I have heard that. Good is the evil of dark side. <laughs> good is the evil of dark side. Speaking That's of Yoda, Justice right? League, yeah. <laughs> oh. 
It's Yoda, yes. Uh, uh, no, the the one exception to that is uh, Fallen Order, which was the right. the game that the that the prequel to to uh, uh, to Jedi Survivor. Yeah. Uh, so I think that this game has bones in there already that they can really flesh out. We talk about how a lot of these larger game companies are making games and and uh, in new IPs, and that they have so much money behind them that they're not just going to be a proof of concept. But I almost feel like Fallen Order kind of was a proof of concept. Mm. It was like they they pegged it as like Dark Souls meets. Star Wars and I played it and I liked it, but it didn't carry my attention the way that okay. it did a lot of other people. It does seem like this one might. And I'm excited to see what happens because if it hits the way that it could, I will adore this game. A hundred percent. That's yeah. the thing. It's like the, it, they, if it gets a hit, it's a home run. Yes. You know what I mean? Where you're like, oh, I love this game. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You just worry that they play conservative and it's a bunt to continue my baseball metaphor. Very well done. Thank you very that much. That metaphor was a home run. It was a home run? It was a home run. Okay, well, that makes me feel really good because that's a really good outcome in baseball, just in case you don't know <laughs> baseball. Yes. Well, the I didn't tell you the score of the game so far. What's the score of the game? It's about eight to one, them. Oh, no. So yeah, this home yeah. run doesn't mean much at all. But good for my own stats. You had three men on base. <gasps> it's, all, it's a grand slam? It's a grand slam. Oh, my God. Are we at Denny's? You are at Denny's and uh-huh. all their pitchers are injured. So what do they do? They went to the stands <laughs> to for the stands? someone. They so so and and all the people in the stands were like we can't pitch. So it's like a rookie of the year situation. It's a rookie of the year situation. Yeah. A kid with a broken arm came on. <laughs> we're gonna beat the shit out of that kid. Beat the shit out of that kid. Um, um, uh, let's go with my number four, please. A game that I think might be on your list and is probably a bit low compared to where a lot of people have it. But I docked it points for being on the list continually year after year. It's Legend of Zelda, uh, uh, Tears of the King. Yes, Mikey. Um, We'll be discussing this game soon. Okay, okay, soon. Good. Soon. Not this one. Soon. Soon. Oh. Yeah, I know. Because so I quite. have a different number. Th- I have a different number three. Excuse me. Okay. So, because I would, if if your number four was not my number three, we would discuss it together. But my number three is a little different. So, we'll have to wait. We'll have to wait for Legend of Zelda Tears oh of the God, Kingdom. That's really exciting um, for me. The, the, I'm excited for myself. I, I'm excited to talk about it because I don't get to talk to you about Zelda games very often. I know. And usually, I don't have a Nintendo Switch. So. That's it. So, we will talk about it when we get to it, Andrew. Then, what is your number three? My number three is a really good testament to how this podcast has changed me as a video game player. Okay. We played this game originally, the original game, on a very spooky month. And I... This can go one of two ways for me, and I'm excited for both of them. Okay, cool. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. Because I'm really excited for the fact that we played the original game. I actually was kind of like, this is a really cool idea. Yes. And then I got stuck in development hell for a very long time. But this year, it is going to be coming out on all co- on all consoles. Excuse me. It's going to be Alan Wake 2. Oh, that is... Okay, that was the third way it could have gone. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... I saw some stuff from it, and it looks so cool. It, it looks so cool. It does look very cool. I know that you're a big like Twin Peaks fan. I right? am a huge and, Twin Peaks And fan. Alan Wake had that weird Twin Peaks, David Lynch element to it. And yeah. I really hope they keep that in yeah. Alan Wake too. I want it to be weird. Um, I just really hope they do away with the fucking battery mechanic. I did not love that. I, I would agree with you and I would imagine they would at this point. Yeah. It's gotta be solar panel or something. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, right? Jesus. Uh, you know, you said David Lynch. Okay. I'm going to ruin something for people. It's not, this is not like a, uh, a plot point or anything like that. I saw the Fablemans, which is oh, Steven yeah. Spielberg's new yeah. movie. Um, and it's the story of his life and he becomes a filmmaker and all this kind of stuff, but it's mostly about his childhood and like the, the troubles of his parents and yep. stuff like that. It's a really good movie. This just, this just in Steven Spielberg makes very enjoyable movies. He knows how to make a flick. Uh, yeah. With characters and stuff like that. But he's told the story many, many times about how he met John Ford, 
when he was a teenager. John Ford, if you don't know, was like the biggest film director of all time yeah. up until Steven Spielberg. And, and he, he also invented the Model T. And he invented the Model T, of course. Yeah, he was both a film director, filmed a lot of Westerns and invented cars. And uh, <laughs> didn't invent cars, but he did invent the assembly line. He did, absolutely. And you could have any car as long as you want in any color, as long as it's black. As long as it's black. Um, but, and so he means John and then, and then And then he also <laughs> said, you could have any actor as long as it isn't black. <laughs> That was the John Actually, Ford. that would be John that Ford. Would be yeah. John Ford. He's like, yeah, is this a Cowboys and Indians movie? Great. They're Great. all white actors. All white actors. Uh, <laughs> um, so John Ford, he meets John Ford as a teenager or whatever. And uh, and it's kind of a crazy story and whatever. And, uh, you know, I won't ruin that scene for you because it's like really funny and entertaining. Yeah. But they get David Lynch to play John Ford. What? I know. And you're like, and so I'm in the theater. And it's like me and six other people, my player one and like 90 year olds. Right. Uh -huh. And I was like. And so he, and it was like, oh, you're gonna be, I'm like, oh my God, it's John Ford. That's really exciting. And then David Lynch walks in and I went, ah! <laughs> I was like, ah! <laughs> my player was like, what? I'm like, there's too much to describe right now. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> I just, oh God, it's, it's like only, yeah, whatever. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's really, really cute. So yes, uh, Alan Wake 2, I agree with you. I think they'll get rid of the battery too, with the battery me uh, mechanic, but I, or maybe will not be as vital into why that is sure. so annoying. But some of the stuff, some of the visuals look insanely good. It looks good. really good. Like really good. It looks good. really good. And in, 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 all these 10 games look really good, right? And then some of them stand out and you're like, wait, what? How is this possible? Yeah. Um, Alan Wake 2 looks really, really good. And I think there is a there is a swinger or a miss. Keep my baseball metaphor, yep. game one. Uh, oh, it's 8-4 now. Which, game Actually, 8-5, sorry, because it was 8-1 earlier. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. i got a broken kid on the mound, too. Um, broken kid? Yeah, yeah. He's got a broken arm. The, and mentally, he's falling apart because he's giving up hits. <laughs> he's he's melting down on the man. But is it when you when games take this long to come out right. after their 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 uh, the predecessor or the original game, they either are a masterpiece where you're like holy shit, or they go away very quietly. That was that was the point I was going to make. It reminds me a little, in a way, very different game, but of uh, of uh, Beyond Good and Evil, okay. a game one of my favorite games of all time. And they always talked about a sequel. And at this point, I'm just like. Maybe don't. Yeah. Maybe yeah. let it go. And Alan Wake kind of has the same thing. It always had a cult appeal to it because it was a good game. Yeah. But it was a little cumbersome and it wasn't perfect. It just came at a time when like that over the shoulder view was very novel mm -hmm. and it told a story that wasn't really being told in gaming back then. But now we have a lot more of that. Uh, and I wonder if they're going to find a way to continue to be unique and 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 relevant even though so much time has passed and the things that made it great are now kind of commonplace. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good way of putting yeah. it. Yeah, I'm just really excited for it. I I, I hope it's good because okay. I, I would love to play another Alan Wake so that's game. My number three. My number three is a game that uh, I don't I don't know if it'll be as high up on other people's list, but this game feels like it was made for me. Oh, um, uh, two game. The game that got me into indie games was Limbo. Another game that I really loved was Inside. The uh, uh, lead gameplay designer of both of those games is Jeppe Carlson. Okay. I, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Probably not. I, probably not. Yeah. Uh, he has a game coming out called Cocoon. Oh. Uh, Cocoon is an isometric game. Isometric is my favorite perspective in yeah, gaming. Yeah, always talk about that. Uh, uh, I, I, I see it, and for some reason, it reminds me a little bit of Death's Door, one of my all-time favorites. The more right. I think about that game, the more I absolutely adore it. Uh, and Cocoon, without knowing a ton about it, seems like it's going to be just on the back of someone who's great at designing gameplay and and maybe giving me a perspective that I like. It, it This feels like a game that was made for me, and I cannot wait for it. Oh, that's really exciting. Yeah. yeah. That's your number three, eh? That's my number three. Wow, Cocoon. Cocoon. Yeah. Okay, very it's, good. It's actually a tie-in to the movie. 
I was actually going to ask. Is that true? <laughs> no, no. Oh, not, okay. I was going to be like, what a weird decision what a that was. Strange choice. Oh, good for them. Um, okay, my number two, we can finally talk about it, is going to be The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom, baby. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, uh, you know what? I don't want to say anything yet. You tell me why you're excited for Tears of the Kingdom. As someone who notoriously isn't a Zelda fan. Yeah. Uh, it, well, notoriously in the way that I've now never played a Zelda game. That's, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 you heard about that. Um, is, uh, yeah, I actually, we are, so my player one and I are going to play Ocarina of Time starting in January. Amazing. And then we're going to lead up to May when this game comes out. Sure. Uh, you know, I just, I Ocarina think, of Time or Breath of the Wild? She really wants to play Ocarina of Time. Great. If you do it, it is one of the all-time greats. And yeah. we have we have uh, Nintendo Direct Online. Was yes. that called? Direct? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, just Nintendo Online. Nintendo uh, Online. Uh, Nintendo me. Switch Online. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Which we are playing Super Mario World. And oh, uh, nice. not great, Bob. Uh, I want to throw that controller over the fucking uh, balcony. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Oh, my God. The number of times I'm like, and, it, and she'll just look at me. I'm like, my hands are sweaty. I'm like, I know this game is infuriating. <laughs> uh, it's, it's been really good. So, yeah, I want to get into Zelda. And I, I, I really... You know, everyone had told me about Breath of the Wild and how it, and how it just like, you know, gave them life into their childhood. Yep. Like, just like, oh my God, I can't believe I get to play this yeah. game again. And if this gets to be that on a grander scale with different puzzles and things like that, how could I not be participating in what will be one of the biggest games of the year? I'm really excited to be jumping in. I know it's a little bit late, but nonetheless, I'm going to do my best. And I, I just imagine it's going to be fun and fanciful and, you know, I, I'm just excited. I'm excited to get you in on the Zelda bandwagon. Yeah. Uh, there's Man plenty wagon. of room. Man wagon. <laughs> Man wagon. Um, I, you know, Zelda, Zelda. Zelda is one of my favorite franchises of mm-hmm. all time. Ocarina of Time is fantastic. Wind Waker, Wind Waker. Is, is probably my favorite of that era. But uh, Breath of the Wild was something special in the sense that it was an open world and you right. could go anywhere and do anything and, and tackle any boss in any order. Um, and and the world just felt like it was it was a, a pleasure to to exist in and to discover its secrets. But it had a lot of flaws in my mind, okay. especially in terms of ease of use and quality of life changes that they could have made to the menu system. Um, um, and and I, I hope, yeah. my, my hope is that what we get in Tears of the Kingdom is Breath of the Wild with those quality of life cha- fixes right. in, incorporated. Because that's all I want. Right. If, if the things that take me out of the game are now gone mm-hmm. um, from from Breath of the Wild. The things that took me out of that game are now gone from this game. I will adore it, right? But I just don't want it to keep getting in its own way. Things like uh, the crafting system for for meals, uh, 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 how you have to put each of the individual ingredient uh, ingredients into a pot, watch it cooks, like a very JRPG element of like I don't want to watch this animation thirty times in a row. Yeah, I don't. I, I want to be able to like. We're talking about a world in which I can I can jump from a tower and use a hang glider and get halfway across the map. Why can't I just press a button and have my my horse show up no matter where I, yeah. I am? Why yeah. am I walking across the map because sure. it fell off of a mountain or something and I can't get to it anymore? Those things need to change. Mm-hmm. And if they do, I think this is going to be one of the greatest games ever made. There we go. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I, I, and I'm not alone in that. Some people think that Breath of the Wild is, is one of the greatest games ever made. Well, that's really exciting. So that's my number two. Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom, my number two is going to be uh, much higher on my list than it was on oh, yours wow. because I think I just have a lot more faith in what this could potentially be. It's Judas. Yeah. Uh, Judas is, is like you said, the game by, uh, from Ken Levine. I originally didn't even think about putting this game on my list because uh, it it I, I couldn't imagine it was going to be coming out in 2023. But Ken Levine said in an interview, he didn't want to even show this game. He didn't want to really talk about it until it was near completion. Okay. Now, what does near completion mean? Who knows? But some people are reading that to mean it's near enough that the game will come out in 2023. And if it does, we're going to get basically a new Bioshock, oh which my God. I am clamoring for. 
I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that'd be so exciting. I, 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 the idea of, of that, you know, we, we talked about in, in my number 10 atomic heart, kind of like the, the weapon in one, the David Blaining it weapon in one hand magic, the, the David other. Blaine massacre, the David Blaine massacre. Uh, but why, what better option than to get it from the person who yep. perfected it itself? I, I hope this game is everything it's promising to be. Uh, the story looks fucking amazing. Yep. Oh no, I, I'm so excited from everything you've told me and like the tips you give me. I'm like, well, yeah, that sounds yes. exactly like what I want. Exactly. And also just another cool original game. Like, yep. you know, yep. that's really exciting. So Judas number two for you. Judas number, number nine two. for me. And I'm going to look very silly when it's in my top 10 favorite things. Next I hope year. it is. My number one uh-huh. most anticipated game. Uh-huh. We've already talked about it. Oh, wow. Is Spider-Man it's your number one. Mikey, I know you loved Spider-Man I for 2017. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. I loved Spider-Man. I loved Miles Morales. I loved yeah. both these things yep. and I had so much fun doing them. Um, Miles Morales is going to be a big part of this game. We yes. don't know. The thing is, we don't know much about this game other than one huge element. Um, Which is? Venom. Oh. So Venom is yes. in this game and that makes me so excited because now we have Peter Parker, we have Miles Morales, we have both of them going at it and I think the way that they treated the villains in these last two games gives me a lot of excitement about Venom. Sure. Especially because you know, not going to be full nerd on this one, but I don't like the way that they're treating Venom in the movies. Uh, and Venom was huge. I thought you ended up liking Venom. I understand the idea of why people like that yeah, film. Yeah. It's just not the way I want to see him sure. trade. Not my Venom. Not my Venom. Not my Venom. Talk just to like, that Venom. Here's an empty chair. Yeah, tell yeah, that Venom what you bl- think about it. It's just, it's just goopy and black. What the hell's <laughs> going on with this chair? Not my Venom. Uh, and then there's a red one over there. And like, not my Carnage. Um, <laughs> but like when we were kids, Venom came out. Yes. And he was one of the biggest characters in comics. Yeah. And so there's a huge imprint that he placed on me. And now we're already taking a game that I really loved, the character I really loved. And they, now they're playing with Miles Morales, which is awesome. It's so exciting. And they get to introduce what hopefully is the best recreation of Venom into these video games. Hell oh, just like sign seal delivered. Give me this fucking game. hundred percent. I, I think that, uh, you know, proven formula with yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. One of the, just one of the all time great superhero games, mm-hmm. especially Miles Morales. Uh, I, I adored Miles Morales. I yeah. love that game. I think after, after Demon Souls, the second game that I beat on the PlayStation five, you know, it's it's a it's sure. a shorter game. Yep. But I think that with Insomniac behind this game, I don't think Insomniac's ever failed. No. I, in no, fact, no. I think they've kind of only just gotten better over time. Right. The one exception maybe when they were pumping out a new Ratchet and Clank game every single year. Yeah. But they've learned. They're taking their time with it. It was 2017 that we got the original Spider-Man game yep. that they made. Now we're looking at 2023 for this one. They had five years, six years, sorry, to 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 perfect it. And I think if they have Venom in it. The one thing Insomniac does better than any game developer out there is vary their mechanics within the game. Ratchet and Clank has guns that act entirely different from one another, and they're great at making fun out of that. You and I said if uh, a while ago, if there were one development company to make an MCU game, an Avengers game, it has to be insomniac and we did that before they introduced the idea that they're making Wolverine. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, because I, I just, you know. We always talk about like what will the next thing be? We, we when when you had like uh, 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 an Iron Man movie and a Thor movie and yeah. and all the and and all these movies coming out and you're like, well, there's no way they're all going to get together in the same movie in yeah. Avengers. It's never going to happen. It's yeah. just too big for all this. And then it did happen, and then it became almost commonplace in the same way that like when Guitar Hero was out. And then you're like, well, DJ Hero's coming out and, mm-hmm, and Keyboard Hero. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine you got all those in one game. And then it did happen yeah. when the idea is out there something's going to move towards it. And right now, the idea of Insomniac, who takes, you know, two, three years to make a game, to for them to be the, the company to make a game that incorporates 
Wolverine in the way that Wolverine plays in the Wolverine game, Spider-Man in the way that Spider-Man plays in the Spider-Man game, Venom in the way that Venom plays yeah. in, in the Spider-Man game, and then maybe Thor and maybe whomever. It could happen. Yeah. And Incredible if, Hulk would be the one, by the way. Incredible Hulk because would be another really Hulk, good Hulk, Spider-Man, yeah. and Wolverine do deal with each other a lot. That's so true. Just, yeah. 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 Something like that. It would be, it'd be great. It would be great. Yeah. And, I, and I think that they're as, as unrealistic as it might seem, as impossible as it might seem, it also... I think is inevitable in some way. If it's not insomniac, it's going to be just someone like just like Thanos. Yeah. Half of you are going to die. If you're hearing my voice, <laughs> half of you are going to die. Well, we're all going to die, Mikey, but, um, do you yeah. know that for sure? Uh, no, actually I don't. Cause I've never faced death. Mm. Uh, but you know what? I, I'd be excited because you're right. Introducing new mechanics. Spider-Man will be a symbiote version yes. of him in yeah, this, yeah, yeah. in some yeah. case, some, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. And that's really exciting because you get to do whole new stuff and be more powerful. Sure. But one of the more singular, just enjoyable experiences I've ever had playing video games in the last couple of years is swinging through the streets of New York. Oh, it's the best. It the is best. so much fun. It's so cathartic in some way. It's yeah. just like, so like it's therapeutic and I really love it. And so I'm excited to have that back uh, in 2023. The sound design of like, yeah. of, of swinging down low to the ground and hearing the cars and people screaming and you come back up and it's quiet and then you fall back down. It's just, it's just a, a brilliantly designed game and I can't wait to see what they do with, with the next one. The only reason why it's so low on my list sure. is because I, I just, I almost can't imagine them making it that different, but I think that's selling Insomniac short. So we'll see. I hope I'm wrong. Just that's like a, you with Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But that's a very fair, you know, fear. Yes. You know what I mean? They yeah. did it so well the first time. It's like, well, why do we need to go back? Yes, you know? exactly. Know. We'll they, they've, they've made their money with Sony acquisition. And yeah. I, I think that maybe, I actually, I, I don't think that they will, but I think there would be uh, a, a an understanding if there were concern that they're now going to rest on their laurels a little bit because sure. they've got Marvel money coming in and Sony coming in and all this stuff. But I don't think they're, I don't think they're, they're there. Tim Price. Sure. Is that his Rest name? on their Laurel and Hardys. Is that a thing? No. Okay. And it shouldn't be. Okay. Well, I tried. I just Andrew, thought I'd ask. The score is 10 to three. They've reduced your home runs. Oh and God, the they other took team them has off scored. the they board. They did take them off the board because you broke a child, Andrew. You weren't supposed to do that. What is this like a make a wish thing? That would be great. Make a wish. And then they just, I just want to throw a strike and just crushes the ball 400 feet. Oh my God. Make a wish. You bet you wish you were dead. <laughs> make, a, make a wish on this star. Bang. And you're like, oh my God. Hot take on make a wish. Uh huh. Oh, really? Maybe. Do you need to do this, Mike? You just give it a thought for a second. Yes. Okay. Someone needs then to I'd say it. I'd love to hear it. Maybe dial it back a little bit. These kids are on their way out. I'm not saying anything controversial. No, nope. that everything you said is factual. These kids are on their way out. Yep. And you're showing them how great life can be. Uh-huh. Those kids are going to be so sad when, when it's that? time to go. I say they make a wish. Yeah. And you fuck it up big time. And yeah. you say, well, kid, that's life. Kid's not going to be so bummed out when it's time to go. He might advance the process quicker. I said quicklier. No, I know. Ah, uh, boy, that hurt. Uh, I gotta. I gotta. Do you have a brain tumor? Do I you have a, a, a wish to make? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make them pay uh, rent and bills for a day. Honestly, just like just, that's this what, is what you're what, missing out on. This is the rest of your life. This happens every day somehow. <laughs> have someone break up with them and then pay bills all the time, and they're like, "What the fuck is this?" I was like, "Welcome to life." How many Make a Wish kids do you think? say like they want to sleep with their favorite celebrity as their wish. That's their number one. And then I, I would imagine sex or 
sexuality is pretty high on a lot of them. Yeah. And yeah. then they go, oh, that's a lot to ask. That's a lot to Jessica ask. Jessica Rabbit's not Jessica. available. <laughs> I want to see boobies. Ah, the internet's in this. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's my two cents on, yeah, very good. Uh, on Make-A-Wish. Yeah, um, talk to John Cena. Leading into what? You never heard about this? No. You heard about this? <laughs> John Cena has far and away the most successful completed Make-A-Wish. Oh, is that true? Like, it is... It is so much so that he is averaging like four a week for his whole oh adult life. Like it's unbelievable. And for, you know, compliments to him. Good job. Yeah, by it's him. amazing. But it's like, w wait, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> what else do you do? Like that's a, that's unbelievable. He also speaks fluent Mandarin. Yeah. Bing chilling. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> have you not heard that? Oh my God. Is this theme of this episode? You saying things that I have. Usually we are on the same page. We are on the same page. If, if you've been on TikTok and you can hear my voice, you understand when he speaks Mandarin and I'm not going to do it, but he speaks Mandarin for a He'll good amount. And then he's holding ice cream and he's in the back of a limo wearing a suit and he speaks Mandarin for a while and he goes, bing chilling, and then keeps speaking Mandarin. <laughs> and it's an advertised to some ice cream company. <laughs> and so now people do it where they've learned the Mandarin part and go bing chilling. And then like, I, I have to eat ice cream now. And I, I now, love the internet so much. <laughs> it's the best. People like Northern English, Northern England people just learning Mandarin just so they could speak about bing chilling. And now I walk around the house just going like bing chilling. <laughs> Uh, it's John Cena's stupid big face going, big chilling with his weird <laughs> the biggest face, the weirdest body, the weirdest face. And his hair color is now currently like your shirt. <laughs> and you're like, that's not a thing that's in nature. What is that all about? <laughs> oh, oh I love it. Bing chilling. Yes, everybody. His hair looks like the thing. It does. It looks like the thing. <laughs> like oh, actually, could happen. It should be the thing. Actually, it's so, yeah. Okay. It's so funny. I just, Jonathan uh, Chiklis is going to be so mad. Uh, Michael Chiklis. Yeah. No, nope, uh, his brother. His brother's going to be defending it's like Tom, Michael Chiklis it's like honor. Tom Hanks and, and his brother. Ron Hanks. Ron Hanks. Yeah. Uh, Woody Hanks. My number one, Andrew. <laughs> yes, please. Bing chilling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to get that Mandarin ice cream. My number one is uh, a game that I also think was on one of my past uh, most oh, anticipated okay. lists, but I cannot help but have this game be the most excited I am for a game that's coming mm. out. What more is there to say about the game that everyone wants to see more of, and yet we probably never will? Mm. It's Hollow Knight Two. Uh, I just don't. I don't of know course. where this game is. I don't know why we haven't seen more of it. Um, I understand, you know, Hollow Knight the original is staggering and how big the game actually is a lot of people don't realize that it's like an 80 to 100 hour game Holy. it's massive uh and i'd imagine they're trying to go back at it what are you what are you doing at? to yourself mikey like you buying games andrew you gotta look after yourself at one point everything on the list has been like yeah this might be uh 300 hours what am i gonna do yeah you know? yeah and uh, you know what i'll do not finish it i'll lick it like a bing <laughs> bing <laughs> chilling <laughs> and say thank you very much and just go to the next game. Um, no, but what I love about Hollow Knight is that it's usually available in handheld form. I beat it on the Nintendo Switch. It was the perfect platform for it. And I feel like a handheld game is actually way easier for me to put the time in on yeah. because I can just bring it into bed with me, which I usually don't like to do. Don't love screens in bed, but oh, it's something okay. where I can just kind of be like- Does oh, that affect you? A hundred percent. Oh, really? hundred percent. Okay. Does. Yeah. The only screen I'll have in bed. I don't have a TV in my bedroom. Oh, you don't have a TV in your bedroom? No, no. The uh -huh. only, the only screen I'll have in, in my room is a Kindle. Oh, but that's a low light thing. It's low right? light. It's not blue light. I don't know right. if it's better or worse, but it's more about what screens do to like activate my senses. Yeah. Whereas like when I'm reading, I'm just, I'm just reading. Do you sleep with your phone out of your room? I sleep with it on the ground face down on the other side of the room. Okay. So I can't just roll over and pick it up. Like, uh, like the, the guy at the end of Blair Witch. <laughs> 
Yes, yes, yeah. very much so. Yes. Okay, just yes. yeah. Wow, that was a real journey for you. What? <laughs> yes. Okay, thank you. Very good. Yes, very much like the guy at the end of Blair Witch. Um, 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 but Hollow Knight too. Yes, I've said all I need to say about it. I think a lot of people are with me in the sense that like they almost don't want to put it as number one because they've they've been championing it for so oh, long okay. that they're kind of sick of hearing their own voice <laughs> champion it. Every time there's a Not Nintendo you. Direct, they're like. Hollow Knight and Nintendo's like nah no nah, not yet bro fuck you <laughs> starve go stand in the corner of the room like Mikey's phone or the Blair Witch movie yes exactly yeah. oh yeah no this this is both um, unsurprising yes but also really gratifying I'm really excited that you get this game uh, to come out this year knock on wood yeah and uh, and because it's been one it's been one that you've been really excited for for a very long time yeah I'm excited about it Andrew do you want to recap our lists I would love to recap our list okay I will start uh, my number 10 Atomic Heart my number mm. 9 Spider-Man 2 my number 8 Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League my number 7 Stalker 2 my number 6 Armored Core 6 I just realized that wow six that's six. cool uh, number 5 Starfield number number 4 Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom number 3 Cocoon number 2 Judas number 1 Hollow Knight Oh, uh, there we go. So my number 10 is going to be Nightingale. Number nine is Judas. Number eight is Skull and Bones. Number seven is Redfall. Number six, Starfield. Number five, Suicide Squad. Kill the Justice League. Number four, Bing Chilling. Number four, <laughs> Star Wars, Jedi Survivor. Number three, Alan Wake 2. That it, I should have gone two on two. I'm going to uh, get down. Number two, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. And number one, Marvel Spider-Man 2. God, I screwed it up twice there. Okay, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, love it. Great list. Great list. And not as much crossover as I actually kind of expected. Yeah, no, actually, we've been very good at these top 10s recently with very little crossover. In the beginning, I was like, oh, this is going to be a lot of crossover, but we didn't uh, we didn't go uh, go through it. Andrew, I, I love doing that. I it's love a ton it. of fun. I love it. So please, if you have your most anticipated games, or just drop a couple at us. Yeah. Maybe ones we missed there. Please let us know what you're excited for at Rich Gray Mikey, at Rich Gray Andy, at Rich Gray Pod, because we want to be excited for 2023. Definitely. And uh, send us, like we said, your recommendations for top 10 lists that you yeah. want to see us do. We're, uh, we're going to be doing a lot more lists. We love doing them. You love hearing them. Uh, remember to send your lists along and we've, I don't know why, maybe it's an end of the year thing okay. and people are feeling sentimental, but we've been getting a lot of love on uh, email, social media, all that stuff. Just people dropping us a line, telling them out there, telling us they're out there listening means a ton to us. Absolutely. Uh, if you don't want to leave us a review on iTunes, even still just send us an email, the retrograde podcast oh. at gmail.com, but also leave us a review. Yeah, like burning hell. Just leave <laughs> us a review and comment. What are you doing? Uh, but if you don't, we love the love anyway. Yes. You know, we yeah. appreciate you. And just like I'm about to say, we love every single one of you. Thank you so much for listening. We're excited for 2023. My name is Andrew Bass. Asking me with me as always, it's the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself, Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. So you're sure it's 2023? Now, no. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. And by Papa, I mean my player one. 